You are listening to episode 111 of the Remind Yourself Podcast. Welcome to the Remind Yourself Podcast, the podcast for physician moms just like you who want to ditch mom guilt, stop yelling, and start enjoying their lives today. I'm your host, Michelle Chestovich, certified life coach, family physician, and mom of four. If you want to overcome overwhelm for once and for all, this is the place for you. Hello, hello, and welcome back. I hope you're having a most wonderful week. I want to begin by giving a shout out to all the amazing family physicians that I recently met last week at the AAFP Wellness Conference in Palm Springs, California. It was a delight to meet you, and I'm really hoping that you take some of the tools that you learned and you're applying them to your everyday life. It was so great to be surrounded by such enthusiastic people who are trying to be the change that we need to see in medicine. And this is a beautiful segue into what I wanted to speak about today. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. And if you've been around me for a minute, you know that I'm very passionate about speaking about the importance of talking about our mental health. And in fact, I love to talk about it as brain health. The brain is an amazing organ in our body that kind of runs the show. And in medical school, we learned a lot about the diseases of the brain, strokes, psychiatric disorders, all of the things that can certainly wreak havoc. And as physicians, we do our best to help people who are struggling in that area. What I don't often see is talking about prevention for our brain. And in terms of mental health, number one, I want us to acknowledge that we too are humans and our brains can get sick. Our brains can suffer from depression. They can suffer from severe anxiety. Certainly, PTSD is very common amongst physicians who have been dealing with a lot of trauma. And so I just want to normalize that. It is okay to receive help. There are a lot of myths out there that you're going to lose your license if you receive help. Here's what I'll tell you, is that every state is different and that we do need to change some of the wording in our licensure, that sort of thing. And yet, when it comes down to it, if you are a human being who is suffering and in need of help, please get the help that you need. Our brains too get sick. We as physicians think that we need to take care of everyone else and that we can't get sick, particularly when it comes to our brain. There's still a lot of stigma around brain health. And I'm here to tell you that in order to make a change, we need to start talking about it. If you follow me on social media, I often use the hashtag stop the stigma, but it's so true. We need to normalize and talk about the struggles that we're having and the help that we're receiving. As a family physician for 20 years, I often referred my patients to therapy. And a lot of them, even my lay patients, were a little bit hesitant years back. And I would often tell them jokingly, and yet I really meant it, is that all humans should be born and given a therapist. Because life is hard. There are a lot of struggles that we need to deal with. And our well-meaning parents and family and friends and colleagues do their best they can to support us, but they're not experts. They're not therapists who can help us deal with the struggles in life. It is not a problem to be struggling. 
And in fact, I love just normalizing we're all on the struggle bus of life. Sometimes struggles are bigger and sometimes less. Why wouldn't you want help? As a primary care physician, I believe so much in prevention. And yes, there are things that can be done. There are wonderful psychiatrists and therapists that can help us when we're really struggling. Medications can be valuable. And yet, what about on the other end, when we're kind of going along in life, just hitting the ups and downs and the struggles? Help, too, is available for your brain, and you get to decide what it might be. But just think about what we do for our physical bodies in order to help keep us healthy. We go to the dentist twice a year. We go to the gym. Maybe we lift some weights. Maybe we get out for a walk. We certainly try to get some fruits and veggies and water in our diet. We think about sleep as being important. And if you're not thinking about sleep as important, please think about sleep as important because not only does it affect your physical health, it affects your mental health. So what are you doing to take care of your brain health, your mental health? I personally have done lots of things over the years and all of them have been beneficial. I've seen therapists, I've been on medication, I've had coaches, I've had running groups with support that I could talk about my struggles. All of these things have been valuable to me in order to take care of my brain. Other things that might be helpful for you, stress reduction, I've talked about that on previous episodes. Go back and find the how to complete the stress cycle and take a listen. Breathing and meditation can be helpful. Now, again, I understand that we do not live in some unicorn world that if you can just take some deep breaths, that all is well. But taking a moment to do three rounds of four, seven, eight breathing can get you from a heightened sympathetic state back into your body so that you can use your brain. I think that we need to normalize the fact that our brains need support just like all other parts of our body. I was recently at a conference and on the beach, women were talking about who they should be seeing because their uterus was falling out and they were having some urinary incontinence, talking very openly about that. My thought is that we should equally be able to talk about, hey, who's your therapist? Or I'm struggling with this trauma from something that occurred at work. Any recommendations on who I should see? We need to normalize our mental health and the need for support. As physicians, we're high achievers. We have high expectations for ourselves and those around us. And that can sometimes get us into trouble. It allows us to accomplish a lot of things, but it sometimes makes it that we don't give ourselves credit for all the amazing things that we do. We only see the negative of what we've not fully accomplished. And that can be stressful on our health. It creates a lot of stress and anxiety and overwhelm and unchecked. You know, for some people that can slip into depression, right? Thinking that they're not good enough. Now, I get it that there's a real difference between, you know, diseases of the brain and just mindset work. And yet I would also say that it's a spectrum, So why wouldn't we just all be doing something to take care of our brain? I tell you what, ever since I've had someone in the last four years to talk to weekly about what's been going on in my life, I feel so much more in control. I feel heard. I feel listened to. I have somebody who can objectively give me ideas of what is going on. And again, while friends and family are so important and so lovely, It's not necessarily all that we need to take good care of our brain. Studies show that community is also very important for our mental health. 
loneliness as an all-time high in the United States. Certainly the pandemic that began three years ago was a contributing factor. A lot of us go to work, we come home, perhaps we turn to our devices. And while certainly we can find sometimes community in the social media world, it's not the same as real connection. So I invite you to look inward and ask yourself, what is it that I need? Do I need more community and connection? Do I need a therapist or a coach to help me through some of my day-to-day struggles? Do I need to see my physician to talk about whether maybe medication might be helpful for me? There's not one right answer, but I want you to know that there are so many things that are available to you. I invite you to talk to your colleagues. We need to start opening the door to have these conversations. If we want the stigma of mental health to change, we need to be the brave and courageous ones who stand up and say, I too have suffered. This is what I've done to get help. Because then it gives our other colleagues permission to do the same. If you've listened for the last 110 episodes, you know I've invited people on who've shared their stories. I've had the privilege of hearing so many stories of so many women in medicine who've been suffering, who've gotten the help that they need. And I want that to be an example to you that you are not weak if you're struggling. I want you to know that you're not alone, and I want you to know that help is available. I will have a link in the show notes to the Physician Helpline. You do not need to be in crisis to call this number. If you're just struggling or you've had a bad patient outcome or an unexpected result and you're just stewing and ruminating on it, please give them a call and they will help you with the next step. If you've never seen a therapist, my goodness, what are you waiting for? It is so good to have somebody who can validate what you're thinking and feeling and help give you tools to feel better. And meanwhile, to be with you in whatever it is that you're struggling with. You are not broken. You are not alone. And help is available. I would love for you to join this bandwagon of helping stop the stigma and sharing the message that May is Mental Health Awareness Month. I will be bringing on special guests this month who will also be sharing this story in different ways with you. And I'm so excited to have you here. I very much appreciate you listening and sharing this podcast with your friends. And again, I'm going to wrap it up by just saying your brain is a precious and beautiful organ. And what are you doing to take care of it? Because mental health is health. So please take care of you. And until next week, peace and love to all of you. Are you ready to take control of your life and put these tools into action? I'm here to help. I offer free consultations for physician moms to see if my one-on-one coaching package is right for you. You can sign up for a free consult at www.mamadoclifecoach.com.